Welcome back to another episode of Create a New Tomorrow. I'm your host, Ari Gronich, and remember to like, subscribe, rate, review, comment below, do all of those things so we can start conversations that matter and create a new tomorrow today. Today with me, I have Calvin Corelli. Calvin is a SaaS founder, serial entrepreneur, and spiritual teacher. He founded a company called Simplero, which is an integrated software platform for coaches, authors, speakers, and uh, other information marketers to run their entire business in one place. So that's pretty cool. Uh, but he calls that more a LAS instead of a SaaS, which is love as a service versus software as a service. So, um, you know, your, your mission is amazing. And I'm going to let you tell a little bit more about who you are, why you created uh, this platform, but more than anything, what, what it is that you think the world needs to do and us you know, in it can do to make the world a little bit better place. So we'll get started with, with just kind of your, your quick bio. Tell us a little bit about how you became who you are. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you so much, Ari. Uh, super appreciate you having me on here. Um, looking forward to the conversation with you today. I, I started Simplero. So I, I, I was born and raised in Denmark and, and um, you know, was building always sort of an entrepreneur. Both my parents were entrepreneurs. I got into computers and programming super early when I was like five or six years old and um, got off to a good start on my career. Always working pretty much always working for myself. I had one job for a company in Boston um, just around uh, the year 2000, but that was it. But then really got into struggling as an entrepreneur, really kind of struggling all around as a human being, to be honest. Um, I felt like I had failed as a, as a father, as a, as a husband, as a son to my parents, as an entrepreneur on all levels. And so it really got me down this path of soul searching, of discovering, questioning beliefs, uh, learning to feel. I was, I grew up like, I don't know if you can recognize this from yourself or clients, right? That like just not able to feel a thing. It was like, I was living from my neck up and all of this feeling stuff was like a mystery. And it was just every once in a while it would ex explode. So I went through that process of therapy and coaching and body therapy and working with a spiritual teacher. And that was what led to a moment where I was like, you know, finally asking myself the question, what am I here to do? What is it I really want to do versus just trying to be successful, just trying to make money, just trying to make ends meet. Right. So, yeah. So, so then, you know, my contrarian point of view in life, is so if business is at the heart of the possibility of solving the world's problems, why do you think we've allowed companies as conglomerations of people to do things that are the antithesis of solving the world's problems, but more on the side of creating issues where there maybe previously weren't any issues? Right. Yeah. So, I mean, it's a good question, right? Like, I think the, the short answer is because we're humans, right? Because, I mean, it's not isolated to uh, to companies, obviously. Governments do, you know, their fair share of problems, right? I think anytime humans come together, 
we we create a mess because we we are a mess, which is why for me the goal really is to raise the the conscious level. I talk about physical, mental, emotional, spiritual maturity. Those four, right? Physical, we got to be healthy. Body and mind are not separate, right? If your body is a mess, your mind is a mess. Um, mental, learning to question your beliefs. Um, just, you know, realizing that you are not your thoughts, you are not your ideas about yourself, right? Uh, emotional maturity, learning to not suppress feelings, not vomit them out and identify with your feelings, but just feel them and let them flow through you. And spiritual in the sense of having a sense of a bigger purpose in life, some sort of meaning without it, we're lost, right? And they all tie together. And, and so once that happens and we grow up as people. I, I think, I, I, I bet you would agree, the most quote unquote adults in the world right now are really kind of children emotionally, physically, mentally, spiritually, right? It just happened to be in, a, in, a, in an adult body. So there is really is like a big, massive maturity that needs to happen in the world if we want to solve these problems. And once that happens, solving the problems becomes fairly easy and then business and government can become a vehicle for solving those challenges. But when it's done unconsciously, yeah, it's going to have the opposite effect. Yeah. It's interesting. Some of the statistics that I've, that I've heard and, uh, and research is that people are approximately the age of their first major trauma. Right? Mm-hmm. So that makes sense. Yeah. Whenever that first major trauma happened, they kind of, you kind of get locked in. Yep the maturity level of that age. And then anytime something triggers that, uh, the same feeling that happened with that trauma, you revert back to that age of a person and that reaction and those kinds of things. So it's kind of an interesting way of looking at it in perspective. And, you know, in my world as a, as a therapist and healer and, and so on, the only way to, solve that problem is to go after the issues that are in the tissues, so to speak, Totally. are, you know, you have a somatic trauma, which basically means a, a trauma to your physical self. And the only way to heal that trauma is to go directly to where that trauma occurred. And so <clears throat> an emotional trauma almost always happens in the body as well. So when you look at like Chinese medicine, anger lives in the liver, worry lives in the kidneys, um, the sweetness of life in your pancreas, the, the lungs are joy, you know, feeling joy, your stomach is contentment. And so these emotions, you can imagine anytime somebody uh, says, right, uh, you know, I'm, I'm feeling this, this, uh, you know, little queasiness in my gut. Well, that's an emotion that's creating a physical response, right? Yeah. So tell us how, how you've come along this, this journey of finding out that, you know, you were having some of these kinds of issues and what did you do? Like, I mean, the, the actual steps that you took to start the process of healing. And let's go with the beginning of that process. Cause you know, I know a lot of people it's the beginning that they struggle with the most. Yeah. So let me just 
on what you were saying with the issue in the tissue and the age and stuff. For, so I was fortunate because I'm from Denmark. I discover there's a there's a, a therapy form there called body SDS, which is body therapy. It's a system that's developed in Denmark by this incredible um, genius past now, but they're like third and fourth generation are now actively, you know, working on it. My friend, I've become friend with the founder of the education there. He's 56, 57 karate champion and has educated 600 therapists over there. So it's one of my projects is actually to bring that to the U S because I I've tried a ton of different things and this is just so powerful at really getting to those uh, core wounds in the body. Because right? a lot of the stuff is, you can't really get to it with words because it's pre-cognition. And so the body is such a powerful tool. So I, I, I'm so with you on that. Interesting. So let's talk about um, the menu. So the menu they found is if it's more than two pages, it causes people to go into choice overwhelm. If are you talking about like food menus at a restaurant? What kind of what are you talking? A restaurant. Mm-hmm. They found the science, the study, the research has found that if there's more than two pages on a restaurant menu, then people go into choice overwhelm, and they are less satisfied with their choice than if they have a one page or a two page menu and only have certain things that they can get, they choose what they want and they're happy with their choice because the limit. So you talked about going onto Google. Google is to me a a couple billion page menu. And you you got Dr. Google, you got, uh, (laughs) you know, that a lot of people are using for their, their, their medical questions. But the idea behind this is that do we have too many choices and not enough truth to where people can't make a decision? They get overwhelmed with information and all of a sudden they can't make a choice. They can't make a decision. They can't make an action because of this overwhelm. And, uh, and now they're not satisfied because of too much choice. Well, yes. And uh, I mean, that's not going to go away, right? That's never going to change. So we, that's just a fact that we have to adapt. Like the, the being unhappy with your choice is just back to what we were talking about a while ago with like, you know, believing your thoughts. Right. So, uh, so just ignore that voice. It's one of the things that we're not, it seems we're not teaching people is like fundamental thinking skills. Right. I'm not even going to say critical thinking skills, just any kind of thinking, honestly, is in, in short supply, right? So so just learning to be like, okay, what is the problem? What is the outcome that I want? Even, I mean, honestly, even that is one of the things that fascinates me about politics is we're constantly debating this intervention or policy versus that. And nobody's saying, well, hey, wait, 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 stop, a minute, stop for a second. What does success look like? right? What do we actually want to achieve here? And like, can we get agreement on that first? Right. And then, all right, what parameters are there for us a solution for an, for a strategy? Well, like what values do we have? Can we get agreement on that? And then we can start brainstorm solutions, right? But if you haven't figured out what you want first, then nothing else makes sense, right? No, you know, the, it, everything else just becomes a waste of time. And we, people don't get these basic things about how to solve problems. I see it too in business, so many people who are focused on tasks 
what are the things I need to do? And I'm like, well, but like, it's not working. We're like, this is what, this is the goal. This is the outcome. Like what else can we try? Right. Cause that didn't work. And so there's some fundamental thinking skills that people are missing. So yeah. This is one of the biggest issues that I have system wide in almost every system that we've created in the last 20 plus years, maybe 30, maybe 40, depends on the system is we're all about procedures versus results. So we do digital marketing right now because that's my biggest um, challenge. <laughs> I'm not a digital marketer. Put a body in front of me. I could turn it into an Olympic champion. Not a problem. Easy peasy. Put a, a computer in front of me and tell me to digitally market with web hooks and funnels and triggers and minutiae. And I go, ah! and so as I go to hire people, uh, my biggest frustration is they're trying to charge me for tasks. Like, well, if I put 15 posts on your Instagram, that's going to be this amount of money. If I post, if I, if I add Instagram and Twitter, that's that amount of money, even though it's the same post and I created it and I just did it twice. Um, but I'm going to charge more. And then if I do this, it's that amount of money. I'm like, okay, so what are the results that are going to come? Well, I can't guarantee you results. And I go, okay. And then I look at medicine and I, and I see the same thing. It's um, we need to do an MRI or a, an MRI for, for a knee injury, right? So you tear a meniscus or muscle ligament, you need to do an MRI. But if you go to a doctor, first thing that you got to do is an X-ray. Why? Because you got to do an X-ray before you do an MRI. Why? X-ray is not going to show me what an MRI is going to show me. So why do I need to do the X-ray first? It's another procedure. It's another task. It's another thing that makes absolutely no different in outcome. Zero. Zilch. Nada. For you, but for them, it makes <laughs> pocketbook, right? <laughs> makes pocketbook. But what that does is it creates a scenario in which we create incentivized fraud. Totally right? We incentivize fraud by doing those kinds of things. We do it in companies. We do it in business. We do it in all kinds of the aspects of our life these days, because we're doing task, as you said, versus mm -hmm. results. And so let's talk about that a little bit, because I just had my, my nice little rant, but what do you think the cost is of, of task versus result-oriented thinking? Oh boy. I mean, it's, it's massive, right? It's everywhere. And it's, it's the, it's the lack of transparency in, in choosing, right? Cause if you could choose between doctors that did it one way versus the other, like, duh. Right. But there's no transparency there. Oftentimes there's, there's like de facto monopolies. So, and, and then it's the population just being aware of it and, and, and choosing based on that. We have this tendency to just give our authority away to whomever. Right. I think it was, Werner Erhard, founder of, of Est back in the day, he had this saying that people walk around with their umbilical cord in hand, just looking for someone to plug it in <laughs> somewhere, somewhere to plug it into, which I think is a great way to say it. Uh, I think it's really true. Like people are constantly looking to outsource their authority to someone, right? Or something. So yeah. Uh, um, but it's, 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 
everywhere it's like one of my pet peeves is the the whole cookie thing like eu and gdpr all these privacy laws and like these especially these like cookie banners that pop up everywhere it's like they're designed for people who visit like one or two websites per week or maybe per day right but when you visit like 50 to 100 websites in a day you end up like clicking that damn thing over and over again and we condition people to just click the, the yeah whatever go away right like we we don't read them. We can't. And so that's another, like someone is making a law that's like making us, you know, more privacy secure or whatever on paper, but in practice, it does nothing. It does the exact opposite at great cost to every company business that needs to implement this, every user of the internet that needs to click these stupid ass things. Right. It's, it's just, there's no accountability. We are not holding other people, businesses, you know, politicians, uh, bureaucrats accountable for actual results. And there's that, yeah, it's like a lack of culture of thinking that way. The cost is immense. Thank you so much, Calvin, for, for coming on. I know the audience has gotten a lot of benefit from this conversation and the things that you had to say. And so um, I really am, am grateful for this conversation for you helping people create their new tomorrow today and activate their vision for a better world. I am your host, Ari Gronich, and this is Awesome Conversations with Ari. No, it's not. It's, it's just creating a new tomorrow. But uh, remember to like, subscribe, rate, review, comment below so we can start conversations that move the country forward, move yourselves forward and create your new tomorrow today. Thank you so much, and I'll see you next time.